0: Welcome to the Authority of Love. I'm Greg Williams, and we're joined again by my co-host, David Walls, Executive Director of the Family Foundation here in Kentucky for another wonderful Family Foundation Friday. Thanks, David. Greg, good to be with you like in your Christmas time. Thank you, man. We're going to get to <laughs> yeah. that in a minute. But hey, by the way, did you notice I called you co-host there, man? Wow. i should have been I doing mean, that I all mean, along. I mean, he <laughs> should have been doing that all along. You're in promotion. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, that's not the case at all. He's what he's been all along. I just hadn't thought of it. So I thought we'd do that here at your end. Uh, listen, we've got a lot to, to touch on. We do. But probably the main thing is this lawsuit that has happened. And I just want to say this to our listeners. If you followed this at all, I I think that most of our listeners would probably fall on the side of life. But I also know that many of them in our churches don't hear this well articulated, especially from the truth of God's word, that there are no exceptions in God's word for taking a life. No. There really aren't. Uh, and so we we want to discuss that, but there is a lawsuit in Texas and Kentucky. Would you share with our listeners what's going on with that? To the best yeah, of your ability,
1: Greg. There's 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 been a lot that's gone on since yes. you and I uh, recorded our our last episode. But uh, here in Kentucky, so on uh, actually on Friday, uh, late Friday of last week, a, a brand new. A uh, full frontal challenge to Kentucky's pro-life laws was filed by the uh, by Planned Parenthood by the ACLU on behalf of a of a pregnant mom here in Kentucky and and part of this goes back to you know when the when the Kentucky Supreme Court had kind of um, swatted away some of the the previous challenge and we had celebrated a, a, that a little bit uh, some of that. Was based on procedural grounds, and so they they, left the door open. They left the door open, and so they've now refiled this challenge again on on behalf of a of a of a pregnant mother here in Kentucky. Um, And and let me just say as well, and you know, Greg, as we sit here right now, uh, we just saw a news story. You and I don't know the full details, but the media Mm -hmm. seems to be reporting that the unborn child of the mom that is involved in filing this the pregnancy, Kentucky lawsuit? That, that that child may have uh, passed away. Yeah, yeah. And so we don't know the full details, but I just want to acknowledge that and, and our heart breaks for, for every loss of life. Yeah. So I prayers know, for that uh, mom. Prayers for that it, it, mom. It, it, the dad, um, whoever that, you know, And prayers as yeah. well for, for the, the, the family that's involved in challenging yes. the, the lawsuit in Texas yeah. that we'll, we'll talk about a little bit. Um, but I want to address some of the legal arguments that were made yeah. in the yeah, challenge to uh, Kentucky's law. And really, as, as we said in some of the media interactions and interviews we did on Friday, Greg, this new abortion industry lawsuit is, is really just as meritless as the, the previous failed challenge. And, and to summarize, they are arguing that there is a secret hidden right to abortion, a yeah. secret hidden right to kill an unborn child within the Kentucky Constitution, yeah. and it, but it, only
0: if you ignore the unborn child. I mean, right. literally, that's what has to happen. Right. on their argument. Right, you have to ignore that life. So let me f- just start off by
1: saying that is absolutely not true. Right, that is absolutely not true. But I wanna I wanna dive a little bit into this, uh, and I'm gonna read a little bit from the the court filings uh, that were filed in this case. Uh, Because they do quote the Kentucky Constitution, and specifically they they base their constitutional argument, they being the the pro-abortion side, on Section 1 and 2 of Kentucky's Constitution. They specifically quote portions of it. All men are by nature free and equal and have certain inerrant and inalienable rights, among which may be reckoned, first, the right of enjoying and defending their lives and liberty." Liberties. Isn't that interesting, Uh Greg? That they quote that. And what does that actually say? It says our first constitutionally protected (laughs) right right is the right to life. The right to defend our lives. That was my point. What are they doing with the baby? Completely ignoring that life. Right. So they go on to essentially say that that provision and and some of the provisions in Section 2 should be understood to say that there's this you know, vague right to privacy, right to self-determination. I'm going to quote here that guards every Kentuckian's ability to possess and control their own person and to determine the best course of action for themselves and their body go on to the punchline. The right to self-determination thus protects Kentuckian's power to control whether to terminate or not terminate, essentially. Their own
0: pregnancy. Completely tossing out everything that that law applies to that right,
1: baby. Right. So again, you, it, you, disregard you it. would think that what we're talking about here is pregnancy being something that only impacts one human being. Right. It, it, it. is a complete rejection of truth and reality That's right. that when we're talking about a pregnant yeah. mom, yeah. there are two lives on the line. Exactly. And it is, they make the argument as if that the, the unborn ch- a child in the womb yeah. has shouldn't even be mentioned Disclare. let alone have a yeah. have a right yeah. to life and so i would argue uh, you know very straightforwardly and just like i said you read that uh, we are firm believers that every person born and unborn has the right to life
0: and has their liberty protected under the yes. kentucky constitution but even further than that david where yeah. do we, as as christians and we're we're speaking to listeners as yeah. well and i've said this uh, in, in our churches and on the listening audience here that doesn't come first and foremost from the kentucky constitution right that comes from god's word if we would stand on that and teach that and i mentioned it at the the outset there is no exception in god's word that says well if that's going to be a bother to you and i don't want to be facetious about this i'm really being serious if that's going to be a bother to you in any way go ahead and take the other life right there's nothing we can't condone that as christians in scripture in any way shape or form yeah and it's not by the way elaborate on this David it's not exceptions that they're really after
1: well, no right. And, right and we're going to talk a little bit about exceptions because those come up in the in the texas right. case right but it, it's important to point out while they specifically are challenging and mentioning the um, the trigger law kentucky's human life protection act that that prohibits abortion that went into effect after Roe was overturned and our heartbeat, heartbeat law. law right. Those two are specifically mentioned. Again, the arguments that they are making is there's a right to kill an unborn child. Mm-hmm. That If that argument is accepted by Kentucky courts, it would put at risk every, every. pro-life law. No stop. Our, our, ban- no stop. our different right. bans on, 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 on late-term abortion. Uh, we mentioned this, Greg, as well. Uh, we have a ban on discriminatory abortion that mm-hmm. says you can't uh, pursue an abortion based on the, the sex, race, or disability of a child. I mean, we have a host of pro-life right. laws that you know thankful that the general assembly has passed over the last decade yeah. that the people of um, kentucky have supported there and said yes right which was the confusing laws. part about the
0: governor's election it really right. was right yeah. we talked about that before we won't get off on that yeah. once again but
1: yeah but you, but you mentioned exceptions obviously that continues to be a, a part of the conversation mm-hmm. here in kentucky as as we're you know hearing in the in the media and some some leaders um, you know in the in the republican party both here and nationally talking about oh maybe you know, maybe uh, pro-life states like Kentucky and Texas have been too extreme and yeah. we've got to pull yeah. back. Uh, you know, certainly that is, um, it's is—it's—it's morally not the right thing to do. It's also, right. um, again, is undercut by the arguments that the other side is making because they're not advocating for... Um, abortion restrictions just as long as they have rape and incest exceptions right Right. so but let's talk just a little bit about texas and like we said we're praying over this situation too because there's kind of breaking news on on both cases but in texas you had a, a um um, a woman come forward that was like 20 weeks pregnant, I believe, is what the what the media has reported that has filed this challenge. And in, in this situation, uh, uh, apparently the the baby has a uh, has a, uh, a fetal abnormality right. that is generally associated with you know uh, possibly not living long after being born. Uh, and so, what had originally happened is she had challenged the law, and you had had kind of an activist state judge. Um, Put Texas laws on hold and tell this woman that she could go ahead and, and move forward and get an abortion. Yeah. The Texas it was appealed. The Texas Supreme Court very quickly said said you know kind of undid what the lower court judges right. ruled. The law still in place. And so. as we sit here right now, the last I read, Greg, and, and again this just breaks my heart. The the attorneys, the pro abortion attorneys for this for this mom are saying that she has now left the state of Texas to go to get an get abortion, an
0: abortion yeah. in another state. Yeah.
1: Um, David, this is heavy stuff it is, Um, it's very heavy and it
0: sounds like to me we mentioned it last week but this sounds just like the the early 70s, 60s and 70s when you read they go and find a a woman who's in this condition Norma McCorvey most of you know her as Jane Roe of Roe v. Wade the laws didn't allow for her at all so she had her child she came back and became a very staunch pro-life supporter and was so happy that her baby had been born Even though she was down and out and the the, the compassion for her was part of the false compassion, I should say, not that people don't care about her, but the false compassion used to pass Roe v. Wade, they're using the same MO with these again. And unfortunately, because we will not stand up and speak God's word on this, truthfully and graciously, right? Even Christian people are deceived by this. And this is you know,
1: Greg, again, where we come
0: back back to.
1: Every unborn child regardless of what stage of development they are, regardless of whether we, you know, uh, think that there's a potential for a disability or not, regardless of of the circumstances of their conception, um, that is a life that was created by God in His image worthy of protection and dignity life is life and that's exactly and right. um you know the, the biblical mandate to, to to stand for life and to protect the image of of the our fellow image bearers yes.
0: has no exceptions exactly right And that's so, what we've been yeah. saying that's what we want to get across and we hope that you and your churches and pastors and teachers will please take this to heart we're asking you to as graciously as we can uh but we we do a there's a lot. We, we may talk about Al Mohler's response to this, yeah. which is great next week. Yeah. Uh, but we also want to touch on Christmas. And next yeah. week will be Christmas week, right? Leading right up to it. And you mentioned my tie, David. If you want to find out, go to loveandlordship.com. Click on the Watch tab, and you'll find our videos. Or you can find them also on kentuckyfamily.org. But I have a Charlie Brown Christmas tie on. And very simply, this is the greatest show on TV, okay? <laughs> you know why? Because when Charlie Brown says, what's it all about? Linus quotes the gospel Nativity story in Luke 2 and says yeah. there were shepherds in the field and the angels appeared and said there's going to be a son born into yeah. you this day yeah. Jesus Christ which is Christ the Lord man so yeah. that's a, and you got to try I know. Right? if we've got enough time <laughs> yeah, I'll try yes, to summarize it. very quickly yeah.
1: but you know uh, when I was still in Texas working with the family policy Council there Texas values my former boss Jonathan signs president who's still there we had these you know attacks on christmas that would pop up every christmas season and we had worked to pass a law to protect the expression of christmas called the merry christmas law but there was a there was (laughs) a local school district there was a there was a, a a school district employee they had allowed the the um the teachers and the administrators to decorate their offices. She had made kind of a poster board with Linus in the quote that you just yes, read. The, the spotlight right, on right, him on the stage. But it, but it, oh, right. That's great. And so but the school had come after her hmm. and told her she had to take it down. Wow. And so we uh, were able to help defend her. And I won't share the whole story. There was a school board meeting. Things moved very quickly. Maybe next we, week. Very next week. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. literally yeah. right before we were able to go into court and, and get her defended, and she was able to put that uh, poster back, back up, up right before the Christmas break. Ah, that's <laughs> great. Praise <laughs> the Lord. Merry Christmas.
0: That's awesome. Maybe a little more on that next week because it is Christmas week. Don't forget yeah. the citizen. Mention that briefly? Yeah, our new Kentucky citizen.
1: Encourage folks to go to KentuckyFamily.org and get signed up on our email and and on our citizen
0: list. Yes, sir. And also, I want to say this quickly. You guys, we might talk about this next week, you guys were selected as the Alliance Defending Freedom, which is the big dog, right, nationally uh, for the Ally of the Year. So, just briefly tell us what that is, and we'll pick. up Yeah, you know,
1: Alliance Defending Freedom, one of our great national allies. You know, probably the largest Christian legal and and public policy organization, and uh, you know, we work with them on uh, on a a lot of issues. They were a a big help in some of the uh, providing legal guidance on some of the bills that we got past this session, and they they recognized us as their state ally of the year. Tremendous honor, and it speaks to all of our team here yes and our supporters yes. and folks that engage with us that helped make such an impact in absolutely. kentucky this year absolutely so you want to know yeah. more
0: go to kentuckyfamily.org loveandlordship.com either one of those and by the way you're your in if you'd like to give click on the give tabs and and we appreciate that fully tax deductible praise the lord thanks for joining us thanks for your prayers thanks always to the lord make it a great day and god bless in christ